Hey everybody, we're here with the Summer Soccer League show on Equal Time. We are lucky to be joined today by one of the founding players for Aurora FC, Christelle Yewa. Welcome, Christelle. Hello, thank you. Thank you so much for having me on the show. I'm excited. Thanks for joining us. Yeah, we're, we're so excited. I mean, everybody is pumped about the upcoming season. So I, I have to ask first, just you know, how did you hear about Aurora and how did you end up, you know, getting connected to, to trying to go try out? Yeah. Okay. So at my school, I'm in the dental school at the University of Minnesota. There's like a, quite a few of us that just kind of play soccer for fun. We also have like a rec league that we play on. And one of my good girlfriends actually is from, she went to Augsburg University and played soccer there. So she has a little bit more connections in the Minnesota soccer world, I would say. Uh -huh. And I had been talking to her, funny enough, just about like, oh, I wish there was some type of like summer team around here, you know, like when I was in Michigan, I used to play and it was just so fun to still have that like competitive side and things like that. And randomly in January, she just sends me like um, something on Instagram and she's like, you have to go, like you have to try out. And I'm like, what even <laughs> is this? Like, who are they? No, like nothing about it. But she just sent me the tryout info. <laughs> shout out that who is this friend Gotta it was give her abigail some credit. and richie <laughs> shout out to abigail yeah make it, that i love that well and it, it was exciting to go so i went to that tryout i like i met you briefly mm -hmm. um and it was it was so interesting it was the middle of winter it was the morning on a saturday <laughs> like it, it i just kept thinking gosh like how are these women kind of ready to just start trying out for this team right now yeah so what was that like like what did you expect and i wonder have you ever had to go to a tryout like that before like an open tryout um i'm trying to think i haven't really had to do i guess like an open tryout in a while just because obviously like college you know and yeah. normally with those teams in our undergrad it was kind of like word of mouth like oh they just talk to your coach your coach mm -hmm. kind of tells you like hey this coach wants you to play for the summer team like you should do it to stay in shape and it's like mm -hmm. sounds good like i'm uh -huh. just a 19 year old with not much else to do in the summer so why not <laughs> yeah and so with this, I guess I didn't really know what to expect. And I honestly was just kind of interested to see like the level of competition and all that stuff around it. And then obviously I'm not in the same shape I was when I was like 18. So I was uh -huh. definitely interested to see how I was going to hold up. I was going to ask you, when was the last time before that? Because of course we also, I mean, you know, people were a little more open last summer, but you know, like not every sports league was even going. So like, mm -hmm. I don't, when was the last time you played you know, even a small-sided soccer game before that? Um, I played a little bit in the fall. I was on a team, and we did 11 v 11. So okay. I was able to get some of the running in. But obviously, there's nothing like that competitive, like 11 v 11, you know, especially with everyone who's trying to make a team. So that was definitely a wake-up call for my body, I can say. Yeah. Well, so, and I, you, uh, it was a very nice thing for me after that tryout because, there were multiple players who I thought looked good, but I was like, gosh, the only player I think I'd be certain that they might sign is Christelle. And so I'm glad to know I, I was right at least that <laughs> about <laughs> your talent you. assessment. But what, um, for you going in after that tryout, how did it actually come to be you being on the team? Like, was it just a call from the coach? And how long did you have to wait and kind of, you know, tell me your thoughts when you got that news? So I think it was about, I want to say two weeks. Honestly, the time back then kind of all just blends together. Yeah. But I got a call from the coach and she was kind of like, oh, you know, we saw you, we really liked you and like we wanted to offer you a spot on the team. And I was just like, mm -hmm. 
oh wow okay like nice and then you know i'm just like thinking immediately like do i even have time with school but i'm like i'm uh-huh. just gonna say yes and I, i'll figure it out later <laughs> like figure out the rest <laughs> later because i know how bad like i wanted to play and get back into that like competitive side of soccer mm-hmm. that i missed so much so i was just so excited honestly and thankful for the opportunity so I just said yes, and I'm like, everything else, but it'll fall into place. <laughs> You'll work it out. I love it. Yeah, sometimes you have to go with your heart. I, what, and for you with the team, I'm curious, like, what conversations you've had with the coaches or just for you, like, what is your expectation of, like, the role to play on the team or, like, you know, how you'll – you're obviously someone with a lot of experience and, like, mm-hmm. in, in a little more in life as well. You're not, like, a college freshman. So I'm curious, yeah. like, for you going in – you know, how do you see your role on the team and what do you think you'll bring, you know, to the, to Aurora? Yeah. So we haven't had like the direct discussion, I guess. I know we have like some small group meetings with the coaches coming up. So we'll probably have more of that then. But personally, I think probably just bringing, you know, a different side of like leadership or maybe like leading by example, just because like you said, I have experienced probably more things than some of these girls on the team and even just like been through a complete like college season and then life after college as well. Mm-hmm. So like life of not being a student athlete and then now I'm kind of going back into like being an athlete again. So just I guess like lessons I've learned that I use from soccer in the real mm-hmm. world and then also real world lessons that apply to soccer as well. Yeah. Well, and I imagine like for someone like you, especially who hasn't got to play like in a structured way in a while, mm-hmm. it'll kind of be like, like you girls don't know how good you have it. Like I missed this, you know, like yeah, you get to be back exactly. into it. So I suppose you're going to have a real passion about getting, and it's also, I mean, I'm, I'm guessing you probably had, you know, some good crowds at Michigan state. I don't know, yeah. but this might be another level too, in terms of like, getting to experience, you know, the the few thousand, what it looks like, maybe a few thousand fans at Aurora mm-hmm. Games too. It's so funny because I, like, the teams I played on in the summer, like, these type of leagues, like, I don't know if my parents really came to those games because they were just so, like, oh, uh, like, I had to play summer soccer and, like, stay in shape, Dad. Like, you uh-huh. know, you don't really have to come. Like, just come to my college games. Mm-hmm. And so I was kind of had that mindset going into this, I guess not really realizing, like, how big it is, especially for just, like, Right. Minnesota and Minneapolis because there hasn't been anything like this. Mm-hmm. So there are for sure some nerves. <laughs> yeah. That's, Just well, because <laughs> of how many people, I guess, they're like projecting to be coming to games. So I'm like, uh-huh. I haven't had to be nervous for a game in a really long time. <laughs> <laughs> that's, yeah, it's exciting for everybody. I'm sure people at the team are really anxious to have that first game because they've already sold, I know, like at least 50% capacity. So it's mm-hmm. like, you know, they're getting close to like 3,000. just already took it so it'll be fun yeah it's hard to know what to expect it's going to be an environment kind of of it sure it's hard to project what it'll be like yeah well and talk about one other thing obviously unique about aurora and it's something that i don't think you could disconnect it from the hype we're talking about a reason people get so excited is because you know the majority of the founders are women the coaching staff is all women and so there's just a real positive energy at a time when obviously the women's game is growing a lot so i'm just curious for you like what it means and if maybe it, if it contrasts with your past experience of like I, I don't know have you played on teams where you've had female coaching staffs before or is that something that drew you to this squad um i have played on teams like my last or michigan state the two assistant coaches were both female and then but like my undergrad um sorry my high school like club teams was male-led and so i don't know i think it's exciting 
to see like women and how much of like of this program and just like team is led by women even i feel like there's a lot of female community like Mm -hmm. uh, members as well right and just to see the excitement from them i think it's good for especially like the younger girls and stuff just like Mm -hmm. the soccer kids and the soccer world just to see this as well and kind of maybe get them like Mm -hmm. excited for something because obviously there's the minnesota Mm -hmm. united team like the men's team but girls can't play for that team or like you know look forward to playing for that when they get older and like maybe aspire to go pro one day or something so this is kind of like a glimpse of hope i guess you could say for especially the younger Mm -hmm. kids and the younger girls so i think it's really exciting and i definitely want to be a part of something like that as well yeah, get, practice your autograph, Christelle. I, you're going to have to sign some autographs at those games. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> I, I, it's, I, there's no way. There's going to be tons of kids. There, there's no way you're not going to be asked for some autographs. I have no oh, doubt. Oh, man. And maybe, you know, people want to look. People want to be friends with a dentist, too. You know, <laughs> like they do. Like a mechanic. It's good to have a dentist in your circle. Yeah, exactly. So. <laughs> well, I, I'm going to take a quick. Some patience. <laughs> I don't. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It goes both ways. So I'll, I'm going to take a quick break to read an ad from our sponsor, Pence okay. Homes. This this week's episode is brought to us by Pence Homes. It's a real estate team with Keller Williams. And Matt personally has experience working with Nate and Lydia when they sold their home. Uh, now, <laughs> the year before last, Nate's been a supporter of local soccer community, including as an owner of Minnesota Aurora FC. We also enjoyed working with one of their preferred lenders, Angie Shearer and Luminant Financing. If you guys have house questions, whether selling, buying, need a furnace or flooring person, shoot them a message at pensehomes.com or at pensehomes. So thank you for your, thanks pensehomes for supporting us. Um, So let's go back, Christelle. How did you end up at Michigan State? And I have to say, I know reading about your recruitment, you might have grown up being a fan of a different team from Michigan. So I just, yes. I like, kind of caught my ear. That was interesting. <laughs> so disclaimer, I did grow up a Michigan fan because uh-huh. my dad went there. So, you yep. know, that's just like, go blues what we knew inside my house. But it's mm-hmm. funny because we lived like 10 minutes away from downtown East Lansing. Right. But I didn't really go to like many games or sporting events there. Like we would drive around when there was football games and stuff, but never really went to a game. Mm-hmm. And it probably wasn't until high school, you know, some of my friends would like take me to games. And I'm like, okay, like, mm-hmm. I guess being especially like on the college campus is way different than just like being a person that like, lives around. And, mm-hmm. you know, and so then my high school soccer team was actually, we were a pretty good team. And we made it to the state championship my sophomore year. And that uh-huh. game happened to be at Michigan State. Yeah. And so we got to play at DeMartin Stadium. And I just remember, like, looking back then, and I was like, yeah, I think I do want to come here. Because yeah. they've been recruiting me a little bit. But then I think after that game was probably when I was more like, okay, I think this is, like, where I want to be. And just having the fans close by, you know, the community and everything, I kind of mm-hmm. wanted to stay with that and be close enough so mm-hmm. that – my family could come to the games. Like I have a lot of, you know, friends and family just like around the area, obviously from growing up there. Mm-hmm. And so I knew I wanted to be close to home. And I knew that me playing soccer would be like enough of a distraction for that. Like I would make new friends outside of just like people in the same right. area as me. And right. I'd be traveling and stuff like that. So, yeah. Yeah. that's ex- And were there, I forget, did I read, were there other people from your high school who've gone to Michigan State too? Is that a connection locally? Yeah. So... There was actually a girl, her name was Sarah Colvin. She was two years older than me. And so she went there 
and she was there before me, so I'd come, you know, watch their games and stuff. And then even um, my sister's about four years older than me. There was a girl in her class, Kelsey Mullen, that went to Michigan State as well. So there had been like a mm-hmm. few, you know, Michigan State girls, and I was like, well, might as well keep it going. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, and what like what stands out now? Because especially like those of us, you know, who've been in college and left, especially like in the near term, you have so many fond memories of like of those developmental years. And I'm curious for you, like it could be both for soccer games and just for being at Michigan State, like what stands out most when you think back? Probably homework for pre-med, I'm guessing, but what, you know, <laughs> what stands out to you for Michigan State? Um, Honestly, obviously just like the soccer part and being with my teammates and just like, you know, the random bus rides. Or I remember we went to California my freshman year and we got wow. to stay there for like a week because it was before school started. And it was just so fun to be able to be with all the girls and, you know, just like meeting everyone, mm-hmm. different team activities. And then also we went to Colorado, which is somewhere I probably just like wouldn't have gone on my own. And yeah. we went hiking there. And so it's just, you know, things that I probably wouldn't have done on my own or wouldn't have thought to do that right. soccer provided me with the opportunity to do are probably the memories that stick out the most. Those trips, I mean, like I saw like the South Dakota State women's team, like, oh, we went to Hawaii for a week and a half last fall. Yeah. Like, the NDSU, we're going to uh, teaser to people. We want to connect with some of the NDSU players for North Dakota State because they're in England right now. doing really? a pre- So, yeah, it's some cool, yeah. you know, that's the thing about, you know, D1 women's soccer. You get to do some things even like, you know, pro teams might not do because so exactly. that is, that's cool. Where And where do you like where did you most like to play? Was it like Michigan because of that connection or like what were the best away trips or rivalries that stick with you from college? Ooh, that's a good question. I'm trying to think. I honestly would have to say probably Ann Arbor, yeah. Uh, I remember like, I think it was my freshman year or sophomore year. One year, I think we were close to like a sold out crowd because it was like a night game, you know? I think it was like a Saturday uh night or something like 7 p.m. under the lights and it was just the atmosphere like I, I love playing in like big under like super big games and like under right. the lights and stuff like that it's just like a, it gets me just excited <laughs> yeah the aurora opener is a thursday night I know, I don't, it'll I probably be that. sunny i guess but it'll be incredible yeah that'll be yeah. fun I saw that and I was like, okay, okay, that's exciting. <laughs> it's a good mix of like some weekend games, I think, where, you know, middle of the day and also like there's a Friday night, I think. So mm-hmm. those should be, it should be really fun. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm curious, like when you, you, you mentioned it a bit, so I don't know if anything to expand on, but, you know, talk about your experience playing in summer leagues before. I know you played. Um, and, but just talk about, like you said before, kind of what you notice as the difference. Um, and I guess it's we, it kind of centers around the term pre-professional, right? But that it's kind of broad term. So I'm curious for you, like your sense already of how it will be different than when you did, you know, WPSL or something else. Yeah, um, I'm trying to think. I know that when I first did summer league, it also was for a new team, and so they mm-hmm. were like working really hard to like make it the best team it could be, just because we wanted to stay around for a little bit. So mm-hmm. it was honestly probably one of like the best teams I played on. Everyone was just good we just like clicked you know uh-huh. we practiced a lot so it made sense but the connection was just there and I guess it's just like a different type of um playing because kind of at Michigan State I feel like a lot of the girls are from Michigan naturally mm-hmm. a lot of girls had played like on Hawks or stuff like that together mm-hmm. and so sometimes you know I feel like there's the same style of play mm-hmm. within teams but then with this team like we had some girls from 
the Mexican like women's national team. One player I remember. Mm -hmm. They had some girls from like the under like twenty three or like U nineteen Mexican women's national team, mm -hmm. and just like what they brought with them, like playing wise and even just like life wise, was mm -hmm. just so interesting to like learn from and then just see different ways. Yeah. And then I had the other team I played for. I think it was like going into my senior year, and that team was like, a little bit more relaxed, but still like very competitive. I think it was because um, people, you know, just had so much going on that summer. So I feel like it was always kind of like random girls coming in and playing. So we didn't really have as much of a cohesiveness. Yeah. But I feel like the way that the Aurora team is set up, it's going to be way more cohesive. Yeah. And like people are very committed to the team, you know. So. Yeah. And like excited, obviously. And like nobody wants to be bad. So. Yeah. It'll be competitive, I'm sure. And I did. Yeah. Just a warning for your scheduling. Yeah. When I talked to Nicole, uh, the head coach, she said, you know, in contrast to maybe what other summer leagues are, she's like, we definitely want our team together in some way, like six or seven days a week. So, yeah, it's yeah. going to be it's real stuff. And yeah. and she said both both in terms of work you know, with the soccer side, but also being able to do connecting with each other, you know, especially given that you, you have a lot of different players who've kind of played together, but overall, you know, you haven't been a team together. So I'm exactly. sure that would be important. Yeah. Are, and speaking of that, I mean, you were, it's not like you're so far off. There's some players who have played like regionally close to you. I'm curious, I didn't dig, but are there players on the team you played in college or that you played, you know, growing up? Um, um, did you recognize anybody? I remembered. I am really bad with names, but she went to Minnesota, <laughs> and I for sure uh, one played of the, against her. Yes, was it Franzen? I don't know. There's a couple of gophers on the squad. Yeah. Um, I honestly cannot remember her name, but I remember her face. <laughs> like I saw her, and I was like, "Oh, okay." Uh -huh. I definitely played against <laughs> <And> it, you. <laughs> uh huh. And what was her game? Do you remember what she did to you on the field? <laughs> I couldn't tell you that was like what four, three years ago. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, you'll I'm sure, and then I mean, there's tryouts coming up, so you'll see some more players join too. I know later this month, so that's exciting. Um, yeah. So I, know. I, I do. So we. Oops, sorry. It just cut off a little out. bit. <laughs> oh yeah. Do you know folks who are trying out still for the team or trying to make Aurora? I do not like I really don't know many people in Minnesota besides like dental right. school people. So uh -huh. yeah, I don't really know. <laughs> so talk about that because we, we mentioned it, but it, it makes you unique. And also it's something it's like, you know, a piece of your leadership that you're a person with like goals and that you're achieving mm -hmm. those goals. So, I mean, talk about when you made the decision to be a dentist. Honestly, since I was young, I always had like liked going to the dentist and okay. wanted to go there. <laughs> and I remember I told my dad one time, he was just like, you should be a dentist. And it stuck, you know, it stuck with me. I went to college. I was like, we'll see if this is what I really want to do. Got yeah. to college. Like, I like science a lot as well. And then I did, I majored in kinesiology because I was interested mm -hmm. in learning just, you know, about like the body and being mm -hmm. an athlete. I wanted mm -hmm. to see how I could like maximize everything with my body with like fuel food and like right just things like that and then i realized i could use that and then also still take like the pre-dental requirements and the love for i guess just never went away mm -hmm. and i'm a super hands-on person and i always knew i wanted to be like in the medical field but mm -hmm. my mom is a doctor and mm -hmm. i didn't want to do that because i wanted more of like a 
work and life balance. Uh-huh. <laughs> and I remembered like, you know, some of my teammates, their parents were like dentists and they were at every game, like always at the games. Uh-huh. Okay, I like that. So, they do they do kind of business hours, don't they? Dent- yeah. I never thought about that. Yeah. <laughs> nice yeah that does make a difference a huge and still but still in the same income sphere as a doctor exactly (laughs) i was gonna say well that makes sense your mom's a doctor because i saw you tweeted about this i think is it your sister just got into med school or something like that yeah so she actually um i'm not gonna be at the tryouts this weekend because i'm going home because Uh she is um gonna find out she's matched with the residency uh-huh. So she's gonna find out where she's spending the next four years. Oh, nice! So she, so she's ahead of you. She, yeah, yeah, she's gone through her. Okay, she's right a on. year ahead of me, so she's graduating in May. Mm-hmm. That's wow. Yeah. That's yeah. That's is it competitive or is it is it just a good big sister little sister dynamic? Just a big sister little sister dynamic. Because <laughs> <laughs> you're in the same area, you know. Yeah, exactly. But... <laughs> Well, I think you're both doing pretty well for yourselves. And then do you have, do you have another sibling? Do you have a brother? Yes, I have um, an older brother. He's like the oldest of the family. And he is an investment banker. So he's in Chicago right now. Uh, Can you hear me? Yeah, I can now. Christelle. It's okay. <laughs> this, we're dealing. I appreciate it very much. So, and you're, so yeah, high achieving siblings. I love that. And clearly your parents, your, did you, it, I mean, tell me about your parents must have set a sort of standard to see you all oh, yeah. achieve in such a way. They for sure did. <laughs> <laughs> Enough said, right? Yeah. Well, yeah tell it's me. like, I have African parents, if that means anything to people, foreign parents. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, so, I mean, it's obviously, it's like they went, you know, they have done a lot to get you to where you are. So, of course, I'm sure you felt you were maybe both told and felt the expectation of that. Exactly. (laughs) Right on. Well, yeah. (laughs) But they must, I mean, they clearly... I mean, they're proud you're being a dentist, but it sounds like they love, you know, your passion for sports too, and end up getting to see you, you know, enjoy that part of it. Do you think they'll end up coming? They must be in Michigan still. Do you think they'll end up seeing any of your games, maybe in Chicago? Um, I honestly wonder. I might. It's so funny because I remember, like I was telling you earlier, that I played in these teams before, so I was just like, oh, it's like not really like a big deal, like whatever. And then they're like, oh, we're going to be like announcing you guys, like player announcers. So I'm like, oh, maybe I should tell my parents. So I'm like playing on a soccer team <laughs> and so like, i remember i called my dad i was like yeah like you know those teams i used to play on in the summer i'm actually gonna go back and do it again and he just starts laughing and he's like you just really couldn't give it up and i'm like nope <laughs> <laughs> well i think your dad he's probably in for surprise because it like it, i don't think yeah they don't know what to expect because if when you see the first stream of this game, I mean, if the opener is anywhere close to sold out, I think it's going to look pretty incredible. Too. Yeah, so it's like they might get the itch then, because at least I mean, it's nice you play in Chicago at least once, you mm-hmm. know, so that's closer. But yep, and then my brother's in Chicago too, so that'd be nice to for them to come to that game as well. Yeah, awesome. Well, mm-hmm. and. Th- 
so we got to ask, we, I got to do a couple other, well, and I want to ask you, you've gone back to Cameroon, right? Talk about like going back regularly with your family what, and what that's like. Um, so I went back, my dad is a professor, so he takes students, uh, well, before COVID and everything, he would take them every two years because mm-hmm. he taught a class that was like Africa, like myth versus reality. Okay. So they learn about the myth in the books in school, and then he shows them the reality on the trip. Uh-huh. And so I went back, it was 2018, because it was right when I gra- after I graduated. And I still have like, a lot of family back there. Mm-hmm. So mostly those trips just consist of me, like, you know, going from door to door, visiting family, might not even know who they are, but mm-hmm. they obviously know me. So I'm just like, uh-huh. okay, like, yeah, I see a lot. I get to see like, a lot of my cousins, though, which is fun. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's just like always a good time going back. And this time around, my parents had built a home there. So we were going to mm-hmm. kind of see that. So yeah. That's exciting. Do you ever, mm-hmm. do you go back, do you play soccer with your cousins then? I mean, Cameroon is soccer crazy. I know they are, but no, not really. I think we don't even like honestly have time because we're always just like traveling, just yeah. going to see like family all over. People, you know, when family knows we're coming, everyone's like hosting something. So yeah well that's cool that's exciting i hope you get to go back soon and i'm sure for your especially for your parents it maybe it was tough during COVID not being able to go back and see folks when they normally would have yeah yeah and what tell me where does your dad teach he teaches at albion college like a small school in michigan Mm -hmm. yeah all right you got some high achieving parents christelle So, so I've heard. <laughs> so you've heard. Well, you're high achieving as well. So I mean, look here, here we are. And now, and you know, your parents don't play on a pre-professional soccer team, you know. So exactly. <laughs> That's just you. So exactly. I want to do a couple, do a couple of rapid fires, just of some simple questions, both soccer and kind of off-field stuff. So, Ooh. who is your favorite soccer player, Christelle? My favorite soccer player. Honestly, I hate this question. Ah, <laughs> you can say... list many. You can list multiple. Ooh, um, Alex Morgan. Uh huh. And Julie Ertz. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think those are my top two. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, especially your well with Alex Morgan, you kind of play you play forward or at least advanced in the field. So yeah, she's when she did the T celebration i know it was too good man i mean it was too- honestly <laughs> she's great yeah yes. i love it i also love I, re- I have a lot of respect for uh her she's married to a former mls player who was kind of just like a squad player and i love it because he's just totally i think a stay-at-home dad for her now let, let let alex do her thing she's making money she's the great player i'll be a dad i, exactly. I love it it's a great couple <laughs> I find that, yeah, find it adorable. What's your favorite food, Christelle? And if you don't have favorite food, just what do you, maybe what do you miss from being home or being, you know, around family to eat? My favorite food, honestly, anything Mediterranean is just Uh like amazing. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That's like usually my go-to. Do you have, do you miss, like, do your parents normally cook like some Cameroonian food when you're home? Yeah, my mom does make a lot of Cameroonian food. Mm Mm-hmm. What's the prime? What's the main go-to like? Like the that? rice and stew for mm-hmm. sure. Mm-hmm. Nice. That's always good. Can never yeah. can never complain about that one. <laughs> oh, that and in Minnesota winter, that sounds like something you might might need. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that sounds good. Um, <laughs> what is your so? When did you come to Minnesota? Have you been here two a couple of years? I got here August of twenty nineteen. 
Okay. So you got, yeah. you were here before, before COVID started, but yeah, what, yeah. what's your favorite? I mean, Minnesota and Michigan are not exactly polar opposites, but what's mm-hmm. your favorite part of being in Minnesota? Um, honestly, the summers and how outdoorsy people are here. Mm-hmm. I just like love going out in the summer. I feel like everyone's always like walking around. There's so mm-hmm. many like bike trails and like mm-hmm. rollerblading places, especially around the lakes. So yeah. I really like, I'll say the lakes too then. Yeah, I for really sure. Like that. Because you're in Minneapolis probably, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I, that is sweet. Even though it's like, they're very popular, but it's like, it's so nice to be able to just go swim and go. Exactly. Yeah, it is. Nice. Yeah. It's a lot of outdoor culture. It's almost, yeah. Even if it's for show, people are obsessed with it. Yeah. Exactly. We're, we're desperate by summertime. <laughs> um, and if you weren't a soccer player, what, and I know obviously like you're probably going to be a dentist, so it's not that, but if you weren't a soccer player, what athlete would you be? And I'm sure you played sports in high school. I think maybe you played basketball. Yep. Yeah, I would be a basketball player for sure. I love basketball. <laughs> yeah. Did you play at all of high school? I did. Wow. That's, I mean, honestly, a lot of players who are like on the D1 path for soccer or another sport start spe- like being specific too. Mm-hmm. like what? Yeah. Did you, but I think honestly it helps certain like American athletes that they play the multiple sports. And like, what do you like, do you think anything matches up from basketball into your soccer game? Uh, decision-making. I was yeah. a point guard. So mm-hmm. I think that honestly helped a lot, even just with, like seeing the floor and being mm-hmm. able to like see things before they happen. Yeah. I think it's also kind of like, oddly, it's kind of a lot about like body, like holding your, your space, like, like rebounding and defensive, like not being pushed off the ball. and Exactly. Not being, you know? So there's always something even if, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. How, how good were you on Like, you know, what was your, what was your, your game was passing and distributing or were you driving to the halt? Were you shooting? What were you doing? A little bit of the both for sure. Passing, distributing, driving to the hole when I needed to. And mm-hmm. then, I mean, I was honestly like, at one point between basketball and soccer for college, like mm-hmm. thinking hard, like really strongly considering basketball, but I was just better at soccer mm-hmm. and like basketball in college is tough. What type of opportunities did you have or were you thinking that you'd have for basketball? Like I had like, you know, random like D2, D3 uh-huh. schools. Uh-huh. I think like a Mac D1 school, but it was just like probably the letter they send out to like, you know, every <laughs> basketball player type of thing. <laughs> but I never played like travel basketball and I feel like yeah. I get like really recruited. So right. yeah. Not like AAU and so yeah. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. So what and so I mean, is already the multi-talent basketball, soccer, and med school, but I'm curious, what's a talent? You know, people probably just think you're doing homework and training for soccer all the time. What's a talent you have that we wouldn't know, like outside of that stuff? Mm, I can play the piano. Okay. That's one of my talents. Mm-hmm. Um what else can I do? Wow thinking about this makes me feel not talented <laughs> <laughs> we we went down the list always first so yeah <laughs> i have the i can't even think right now like i feel like playing the piano and then mm-hmm. like sports are what i have <laughs> yeah well i think you've done pretty good with it <laughs> uh, and so i saw you also i couldn't help but notice like since you signed and started following you on twitter you're tweeting about the bachelor and so I need to ask if, if in the current season, I'm not watching the current season. I've watched it before. Are there villains or heroes of the, the season you need to call out? You know, are there, are there people you're rooting for or, you know, someone you want to put out on, on blast? 
rooting for Gabby, Team Gabby over here all the way. Okay. Love that girl. <laughs> and I hope things work out for her, even if she doesn't win, that she is the next Bachelorette. <laughs> is she the one from Minnesota or was it the previous Bachelorette? The, the um, previous Bachelorette was, a, was from Minnesota. Yeah, right? it was the previous one. I actually saw, I remember seeing her like out and about a couple of times and I was like, yeah. Oh, I'm such a fan. <laughs> she went on, and one of the contestants, I know because I'm a gopher basketball fan, was Joe Coleman, who had, like, played. So, like, yeah, she, he was he was from the gopher basketball team. So, I was like, I mean, you know this, I'm sure, already, and maybe Michigan is the same. In Minnesota, we're obsessed with finding when we get recognition and big ups. So, we're like, Minnesota, like, you know, we lose our minds. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, and so then the question is, would you be on The Bachelor or Bachelorette? What would you prefer? I mean, I, maybe it's obvious, but I don't know. Mm, I just, I don't think I'd be able to be the Bachelorette. It's just like a lot of decision Too much. making. Yeah, like. You start I, with like 30. It's so many to start it with. It would be too hard. I would be on the Bachelor potential. Well, like if you asked me four years ago, uh -huh. I would say yes. But now it's just uh -huh. like. A little, ooh, so I don't think and, I would. And, and guess what? In a couple of years, you'll be, well, you'll age out because all those people are like 23. I, <laughs> I already feel too old almost to be on it. <laughs> once, once you watch it and you're older, then you're like, oh gosh, I didn't need to be getting engaged when I was 22. You know? <laughs> yeah. I mean, even now, like 25, I'm like, wow. I remember seeing some of these girls that like, and they were 25 when I was watching when I'm like 18. And I'm like, uh -huh. Whoa, like they're so old. <laughs> like I'm ready to settle down. Like, exactly. I've been, I've been unlucky in love. <laughs> you're you're 23. Yeah. Yeah. Or it's like I've never actually been in love, but I know I'm ready to get married. Uh -huh. <laughs> yeah. Great. Now see, just talking about it, now I'm gonna watch now I'm gonna be pulled into the next season. But yeah, that's, <laughs> <laughs> that's great. Well, Christelle, really appreciate you joining us. I don't if, is there anything else you want to add, you know, just about the upcoming season? I think People are excited and happy you're our second player to get interviewed from Aurora. So we're excited to get the rest of your teammates too. But is there anything you want to, you know, any parting words you want to say or any dental mm. advice for us? <laughs> Just that I'm excited for this season and thank you for everyone for all the support. People that have already bought tickets. Mm -hmm. I think it's going to be a really fun summer. And also remember to floss and brush uh, okay. twice a day. <laughs> okay, good. And I know that's right, but I needed to be reminded. So yes. I appreciate we need a, I needed a professional. So thank you, Christelle. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> awesome. Well, thanks everyone. That was Christelle. And we will find you next time with some more members of the uh, Minnesota Aurora FC team, hopefully coming soon. Bye.